Last time on the Imposters Podcast, we left off talking about the implication of the special creation of woman within the context of man not having the right partner to work in creation alongside of him. We're going to continue that discussion here and look at the implication of the special creation of woman and what that would mean from the value of God versus what it is that we ended up accidentally creating into our culture by not valuing the way that God valued things. <laughs> oh, speaking of puns. Yes, okay, yes. So uh, when, I'm going to get this tiny bit off topic and I'm going to get us back on. So speaking of puns, Adam is a pun, like his name, because he, Adam is the name, is the word for people. It, it's, it means man in the sense of like humankind means man, but it comes from the word for dirt, which is Adama. So it's like, this one's called Adam because he came from the Adama. <laughs> it's like, and this, this one's called woman because she came out of man or ish, isha because she came out of ish. So yeah, just, just in this one chapter, multiple puns. Yes. Which brings me back to woman. Yes. Who, for some reason, does not appreciate my puns. <laughs> I find this hurtful. And frankly, somewhat offensive. <laughs> but... I don't know why Damien's laughing, but this is a serious. This is a serious affair. Because I have seen the way that your wife rolls her eyes when you crack a pun, man. There's there's sound effects, dude. I'm a little worried. She's going to physically injure herself. <laughs> yes. If I have to take her to the hospital because she injured herself rolling her eyes, she'll deserve it. <laughs> All right. So, like, God specifically not only creates woman. Uh, especially, but in the narration of this story, as as Moses is 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 getting this story down, is getting this whole thing transcribed, the whole narration of the story slows down to include the process, the specific special creation of woman alongside of man and their need for one another here in this place. Uh, how do you suppose that existed within the time and space of Moses's? surrounding culture ha <laughs> does that answer your question yes. the, yeah so just like in chapter one you have god created them or god created him god created them male and female which is a completely unnecessary verse unless you're trying to make that point yeah like it's not adding anything except the point that male and female are created in the image of god it's like so in chapter two you have eve being the only sort of equal to Adam that's found in all of creation. And the while this is not in the Bible and may or may not have been the original intention, the old sort of rabbi interpretation of this is that you take Eve out of his side, so she's an equal, not out of his head, so she's a superior, not out of his feet, so she's below him, but out of his side, so he's an equal. So she's an equal. And this is one of those things that almost certainly not what they meant when they wrote Genesis, but it does a good job of sort of capturing the same idea. Yes. Like that even though that exact thought might not have been going on, that is the idea they're trying to get across here. Yes. That that that's like discerning any sort of uh analogy or metaphor from the writings of J.R.R. Tolkien. Not intentional, <laughs> but they work. In my time, I have watched uh feminism become a uh almost a a, a pejorative word, like a, a a negative a word with negative connotation. A person who is a feminist for some people in in our culture is a person who uh, denies the special creation of woman 
uh, denies the uh, the equality of people together and requires only the special nature of women. That's 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 like that's the stereotypical view of feminism within some people, some parts of our culture, and other people's like, if you're not feminist, then you're not doing the right thing. But like you know, like when well, you like actual feminism, which is like you know, actually like going against a culture that spe- that specifically devalues uh, the feminine. Um, and uh, and raises it up to be exactly what God intended when He created uh, when he, when He created woman specifically and intentionally, and so as hard as that is to do now in our highly informed culture of 2022, it must have just been absolutely radical and and difficult to uh, handle for people back in Moses's time. Yeah, and. The fact that you need that is tied into the whole like overview of the story, right? So in Genesis 1, you have people made in the image of God, and they're supposed to be like God's representatives and the expression of God's love for the earth. And then chapter 2, one of the many things it's doing is showing you what that looks like. Like in chapter 1, God says, hey, rule the earth, subdue it, make, make this do its thing. In chapter two, Adam is doing that, like naming the animals, exercising authority over creation. He's doing that sort of thing. But even in the midst of that, it's still not right until you get man and woman working together. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and like co-laborers, partners in this whole, in this whole thing. It's, it's very possible to uh, like demote the importance of Eve to help her. Because that's you know that's that's sort of the, I, I, what what is the, uh, the the word I heard so much when you know like baby Christians a uh, uh, helpmate, that that sounds like that that sounds like a, a TA in a, in a college class or like you know like the the, uh, the the person who's going through education classes in college and they're they're there as the teaching assistant but they they cause more harm than good when they're in the classroom they're they're like extra work for the actual teacher, uh, but that's that's not what this is talking about it's not saying you know like you know like adam had it 90 percent, and here's his last 10 percent of what he needed it's uh is adam was doing a zero percent good job i wouldn't say zero percent one would hope at least 50 percent. come on man I've, i had to learn how to spell hippopotamus man he he, he got that one wrong <laughs> i didn't I, say he spelled all the animals names correctly i know that the english spelling of hippopotamus came thousands of years later that was a joke <laughs> Look, unless you want to get into an etymological discussion of the word hippopotamus, <laughs> which for those of you playing at home is about it being a river horse, because that makes sense. <laughs> Whoever named that thing had some had some thrill-seeking problems. <laughs> hey, John, what? Name that thing river horse. What that mean? You wanted. <laughs> you should go ride it. <laughs> really? My, yeah. Look at it. It's just it's just chilling out there in the water. So There's no worry about it. Here, hold my drink. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> and if you know what that reference is, you're my age, and thank you for listening. <laughs> if you don't know that reference, you need to Google Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> and and then Google uh, World of Warcraft, and then and then Google, <laughs> is it possible to be so much a nerd that you actually die from it? 
Come on, man. That video has like a guy calculating the, the probability that they fail yes. a raid in a video I game know. to a repeating decimal point. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Repeating, obviously. <laughs> we're, we're losing people. <laughs> All right. So. It reminds me of something, but I don't, I don't know. Where, I don't know how to bring it back from that. <laughs> so God creates, God creates woman. He creates man and woman. He creates them. As, as equal creations, and you pair that with the idea from chapter one that he's created them to be the, the carriers of, of his representation and to carry his dignity and to be treated as such. And yes. that's, a, 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 that's, a, that's a solid start to, you know, like, something we need to actually pay more attention to here in this, in this creation myth. And then right after that, we have the verse that gets quoted at every wedding I've ever been to, that a... A, a man must the leave man his and his wife were both naked and felt no shame. Oh, okay. So that that has not yet been read <laughs> not at that a wedding. One. Not um, that one. But now, oh, now I f- I feel like that's that's a life goal now. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't see why that one's not read at weddings. I well, see, like here's the thing, man. Like like typos happen all the time. All you have to do is just sabotage one wedding program and hand it to the person who's supposed to be reading the Bible. Just make sure they're a person who doesn't practice ahead of time, and then just watch. Them 25, not 24. <laughs> I just need a, I just need a, a tight zoom on that guy as you watch all the color either drain from his face or flood into his face. We're like, what kind of wedding am I at right now? <laughs> oh, did you mean for this woman a man will leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife and the two will become one flesh? That is definitely the verse I was talking about. Oh. Yes. Well, so, I guess if you want to go with that one. Yeah. So here's my question. Here's my big, big, big boy question. Yes. What comes up when I read this? Neither Adam nor Eve left a parent's home. Correct. And so how do we discern that this is now the process? Is this like, is this Moses editorializing on the script? Like, it's like, is this his commentary at the bottom saying, hey, by the way, this is how we set up this whole marriage thing because of this right here? I would definitely say this is somebody editorializing. And you run into this a lot where like, and this place was called Bob's Vineyard, and it's still called that today. I love verses it's like, like that. It's like, yeah, pro tip, that was not written in the original text. <laughs> Why would they have written that? It was literally just named that. It's like, it's like, yeah, that's that's why your uncle Arvin stubbed his toe, and his his toe stub's still there. <laughs> I don't have an uncle Irving. All right, so... Uh, so we, uh, we 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 have this 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 thing that shows up almost as an, as as an editorial note. Yep. Of for this reason. So like <laughs> by the, the way, pre- for the preceding story, because the preceding story exists, this is why you leave your parents' house and get married and become one flesh. Yep. 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 And you even have the the adorable little dad joke that, you know, like. Eve came from his rib, and so to get that back, you've got to get married. Yes. Hey, just 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 get your rib back. That's get all. your rib back. That's all any any dude's ever doing when he's out there, like you know, like like you know, like doing the best he can, throwing rocks at girls on the playground. He's just trying to get his rib back. That's right. Yep. That's, that's right. That's it. It's the male version of getting your MRS. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you don't know what getting an MRS is, that is that a, is good. That is the college degree. I am of proud of you. Every you know, every girl who's gone to college and gotten married and then gotten done with college because she's done with this nonsense, her MRS it misses. That's it. 
that's that's our fifth dad joke for the day. If you did not get that joke without Damien explaining it, then your parents are doing something right. <laughs> Words hurt. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's 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 wrap up then with any like what what are our final thoughts on this thing here? Because we have we have a second chapter now on creation. We have we've set everything up. We even have the foreboding background at about a third of the way through the chapter. We have the tree of life set up, mm-hmm. which is for all intents and purposes the one thing that we are driving toward as a creation is driving toward the tree of life and that we have the tree of the knowledge of good and evil the thing that ultimately is going to separate us from that ultimate goal of the tree of life and we have these like spoilers spoiler alert they're not going to stay in the garden um <laughs> but but no like that's that's that is sort of the conclusion of chapter 2 right like chapter 1 you get here is creation there's a really big god and he created us for a reason this is the reason this is how you should treat people and chapter 2 you get people expressing that well and you're doing this and like if the bible stopped at chapter 2 then everything is very hopeful but it would make a terrible movie because <laughs> there's there's no conflict there's no problem there's no you're just like you're doing it right. Yeah. Keep keep it up. <laughs> Had there been no fall, Bible study would be a real quick study. Oh yeah, <laughs> two chapters. So there's 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 really no um, tying a bow on this. If if this is a uh, if this is a play, this is Act Two. This yeah. this 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 introduces the source of the conflict. Yep. Uh, for 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 any uh, major five act play, you're developing the, the characters, you're introducing the conflict, but. Yeah, the, the source yeah. of the conflict is going to be those two, those two trees. Yeah. It's uh, the, the the tree of life, the the, uh, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Uh, no statement yet about whether or not they're allowed to have them, just that they exist and that God created them and that God made them and put them in. And you know, you know, just just to have them there for the next part of the narr- uh, narration. Conclusions today is that you know. God had specific things He wanted us to know about His about His creation of the, of, of creation. Uh, one is that like He He big God, He big strong, and He big good. And the next one was like you know He 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 made us on purpose, and He made us uh, man and woman on, on purpose. purpose. And uh, there there's even some clues to what that purpose is for having that the difference among us and between us. I said among us again. <laughs> And even uh, like a sneaky reference into the idea that there's editorialism from the authors of the Bible, and that that sometimes there are things that that made their way into the text that was written by the scribe that was writing everything down, uh, which is helpful because like when you read the Bible and it's like yes, and that was two ephaphs and a and a whatever and an omer, and you're like I have no idea what that means. Yeah, right. Like this is the not not this, but a lot of the times it's it's the equivalent of being like. He means two gallons. Don't worry about it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and so uh, you know, it's, uh, getting into it, I think, so like we're, we're going to finish this story the next time we, we record this. We're going to finish this, this whole like, you know, like, hey, then everything went kind of wonky, wonky weird. Uh, we're going to uh, finish that out, maybe a, a little bit of like after, after party on, you know, the expulsion from, from the garden and the the what's what's next stuff and then we're gonna like we're gonna move on to some other stories we're not gonna read every chapter as it comes uh, because i frankly that you don't want forever. to listen to them we don't want to read them out loud uh because like the the genealogies that happen in the book of genesis are 
not thrilling, and it's really hard to take any sort of actual meaning from them as we go. When Enosh no, lived don't, 90 don't, years, no, he became the father of uh, Kenan. And after he became the father of Kenan, Enosh lived for 815 years and had other sons and daughters. All right, so tune in with us next time. And don't actually tune in because this isn't on a radio, and this isn't 1984. But, like, hey, I think we are underestimating our listening audience. They could develop a time machine and go to 1984. Just and then they could tune in on the radio. Put it on a radio show with us? I, I think people with enough motivation can do almost anything. Okay, if it's 1984, tell my sister not to lean on the back of that chair so she doesn't get her tooth shoved up into her gums. That was an awful event, and I can still hear her screaming. It's been almost 40 years. It was awful. All right, it's cool. <laughs> on that <laughs> scarring note. <laughs> Hit go on that play button next week when we upload the next one, and we will talk about Genesis chapter 3, the, the serpent and uh, bad fruit and good-looking fruit and um, swords and angels and um, um, curses. Oh, curses. And now I'm... Now I'm twirling my mustache. Hmm, curses. Go, go, Bible Rangers. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> this was the Imposters. This was the Imposters podcast. Uh, this is Damien, and that's Andy. That's me. That's you. And uh, it's been, been fun being with you guys. We'll talk to you the next time.